1: and now my mom and my stepdad are banging again so she's like pops through the house sometimes and everyone's home and it's my dad my stepdad my mom
2: that is some florida shit
1: it is it's sick
2: what's up guys welcome back to don't tell mom this is hannah dickinson holy shit we're doing it we're still here like I don't know if you can hear that raking but there's a man on my roof raking the leaves he's fully on the roof just I'm not sure why you have to get leaves off a roof I'm not really sure how anything works anymore but yeah I, I am losing my mind I'm still at this pool house the owner is very nice he's a very nice man um, but I left my laundry in the dryer because I was meeting a friend and he folded it for me, which is a very nice thing to do, and I know that, and I'm not trying to sound like a huge cunt, but it's weird, you know, it's weird, and I don't think, it's it's not creepy because he has a partner, um, He he's gay, so it's not like he was sniffing my I don't think, but it still felt like there was, it, it just felt odd to me, um, but maybe that's me being a bitch, I, I, you know, it's hard to tell. So this podcast is brought to you by boundaries, uh, because I found some and that is folding a stranger's clothes. Yeah, I don't think I would do that. Unless, you know, there is there are jobs where people fold clothes and th- so that maybe that is mean. Maybe I am being a fucking bitch. Because maybe he feels that I'm a guest in his house and he wants to wine and dine me. Now, I still think it's kinda weird. I kinda wanna have sex with the son the owner of the Airbnb I'm currently in. He's very, he's like hot, I think. I don't know. I don't know. if. Here's the thing. I don't know if he's hot or if I'm so lonely and sad that his face is different than what it actually is. Like, I don't know if he is a typically attractive person or if I am so fucking broken that I am so far down in a hole that when I look up, all I see is black so I can't really even see the features anymore. I'm just like, he's a man who rides a motorcycle, who, I, and also he came in to fix my Wi-Fi, and I'm like, is this sexual tension, or is this guy does he have Asperger's, and either way, it kind of works for me because Amy Schumer is married to a man with Asperger's, so I'm like, well, if he has it, bring it on in, baby. I can take it. I'm not the most mentally you know, wrapped up person. No one's asking me for fucking advice. My friend is going through a fucking meltdown and I'm like, if you want to talk to me, you can. And she's like, I'm good. Yeah, and I get it because I'm not helpful. And I could not talk someone off a ledge. I would just make them jump faster, to be honest. I, and I know that about myself. Like I just, I'm, I'm clearly an anxious person. I don't always say the right things and I feel bad about it. I, maybe I should go to grad school for therapy. Just kidding. I'm never reading a book again. How psychotic is this intro? Yeah, so I I do I have one condom and I have a pool house and I have one prospect. But I still just like don't feel comfortable with the idea of sex. I, I just think it's only brought on emotional and physical trauma, to be honest. So I'm I'm trying to refrain. But then I'm like, I don't know, is he hot? Like I'm such a fucking animal. Like keep it in. Locking this pussy up. I just have accepted that I'm never gonna date, but my friend works at a research a medical research company and she did say that um, they have they are about two years from a cure of herpes so I'll just have you fuckers know that when that cure comes out I am back in the game and not sexually like I will always use a condom wrapped in my entire body next time I have sex mark my words like I've learned my lesson God can you hear me? Because I'm, I've learned my lesson. When there's a fucking cure, guess who's gonna fucking be on top? Me. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, instantly get AIDS. Uh, (laughs) yeah. So I just accepted that for two years, I'm going to do like a two year celibacy thing. I'm just not going to have sex. I'm not going to date and I'm going to really try to find me, like do me. Um, I don't know what that means, because I've literally only heard girls say that as they're getting railed, but I feel like I'm gonna do me, which is just like, masturbate. <laughs> that's what that's what doing me means, I'm gonna masturbate. So my guest today is great. She is a very funny comedian, Kim Congen. She We met in LA, we started stand-up together in LA, and then I moved to New York, and then she moved to New York, and now she is living in Florida in between i don't know we talk about it and um let's go let's time to go are you in florida Uh
1: huh.
2: are you dying
1: it's been it's been different but entertaining at least i'm not okay. dying I, and florida never really shut down it shut down literally for like a month and a half maybe but for like three months it's been open they've had restaurants bars i've been doing jujitsu for three months
2: are you doing stand-up too I did one
1: show and then I had another one scheduled and it got canceled
2: and you're dating someone in Florida. Yeah. I'm at his house right now. What does he do?
1: Well, he has his own pressure washing business and, um, he like works on cars.
2: I'm um, like watching your stories. I'm like, does Kim just like live in Florida now and just like have a boyfriend and like go to the beach every day and like live her fucking life?
1: That's what I've been doing. Yeah, I've been. Well, OK, so the first two months I called it vacation. And then when they added in the third month, I was like, OK, vacation plus like mental health month. Right. And then now this month I've been like, you know what, I could just take four to five months off. Well, so like- I've still been working. I'm still doing. I'm still writing. I'm still trying to pitch stuff. I'm still doing stuff from home. I work like one to two days a week from home, just doing my own thing and trying to keep the uh, keep the momentum going.
2: Yeah, I also feel like no one's really has a ton of momentum. Like it's not like you're falling behind by doing what you're doing.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I have, I, have my, I was talking to a friend the other day, and they were like, "I just haven't been doing much." Like, and people are doing things, and I'm like, "I don't think it matters right now."
2: I also think people who are saying I'm doing shit is like, no, you're not. Because if you're doing shit, you don't even post about it,
1: but you're doing shit. You've been doing shit. I've been seeing you do your Comedy Central shit. You're one of you are one of those people online that I look at and I'm like, okay. I spent literally 45 minutes yesterday, like rubbing my face into the sand, praying to like ocean gods and you are just like doing actual work.
2: But I also got herpes. So I feel like (laughs) wait during corona well yeah no yeah
1: wait and you're just publicly out with it
2: well it's on my podcast and not like you know i have like 700 listeners so it's not like
1: wait i you know what first of all i think that i this is my th- before you tell me the story this is my theory my theory is that things got really lonely during quarantine right
2: yeah
1: and you just hooked up with someone
2: I actually was like kind of seeing someone Oh. <gasps> and he lied. No. He lied about his partners. Yeah. Cause one night we didn't have a condom and I asked him and I said, when was your last STD test? He was like, Oh, right before. Like, I definitely don't have anything. I haven't seen anyone like, and then when I got it, he was like, all right, I've seen like a bunch of girls. Oh, <gasps> Yeah. And you I can- had to cry out of him. I was like, I'm going to fucking sue you because he was trying to gaslight me and be like, I think you had it, and it just, like, came about, which does happen. But I was like, no, dude, like, you definitely gave it to me. Don't fucking lie. I was like, my uncle's a lawyer. He's not. I was like, I will sue your ass. And then he was like, okay. But he's like, I didn't know I had it.
1: I feel like he did.
2: I know. There's <gasps> really. Well, you should there. actually,
1: you should legitimately sue him.
2: It's just so expensive, and, like, I just can't imagine, like, having you know what's it what's the case going to be called
1: you know honestly hannah probably more guys with her guys with herpes are probably significantly hotter than guys without herpes if you think about the numbers why is just because their means they're having more sex
2: uh, which,
1: they probably look better
2: yeah this guy was pretty hot
1: see I mean, hot. well was it worth it
2: <laughs> uh, no, no. Oh, no i mean I, I was like i mean he was a good pull like i can't say it was like the worst decision i've ever made but it, <laughs> it's like, I'll be thinking about this for the rest
1: of my life. I saw a lady on TikTok. I watched a TikTok video the other day and this older woman was saying, telling the story on TikTok that she went to Jamaica when she was 22 with all her friends and they all like hooked up with like a group of guys, which is like, you know, fun. Everyone's been there. And the guy she hooked up with had HIV and lied to her and didn't tell her and he knew and he gave it to her. And she literally got HIV on vacation with her friends. So it
2: could be worse. Holy shit. I know. Well, that's why I'm like, I'm seriously like never having sex again or, you know, for a while.
1: Right. Because it's like just cause the
2: idea of having to tell someone is like a lot. Yeah. Like I can talk about it, but to tell someone is different. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, so I don't have herpes. Bragging, not not to brag, not to brag or anything, but uh, I just get an occasional uh, cold sore. I literally I get a cold sore, so maybe I do have herpes, but I get like one cold sore every like three years.
2: So you do have herpes, but you have type one. <laughs> but it's so you can't. Um, you're fine.
1: Yeah, like so I don't.
2: <laughs> Is what <laughs> I'm so saying. because it's the same medication. So yeah it's the same and my friend was like i don't have herpes i have cold sores i have to take this medication I'm like that's the exact medication i take it's just a different strain i don't and-
1: even take medication
2: yeah because some just go away but if you feel one coming on you can take pills to prevent it
1: you know i okay so i i say i get cold sores but i've had
2: cold sores and i just haven't had
1: any in a long time and then i got this one one um like lip balm on amazon and i like really like went through all the reviews of all the lip balms because i was like what the fuck is this like is this is this a cold sore and the reviews were like i get cold sores and i never got one again after using this and then i used that stuff and that was like two years ago two or three years ago and i never got one again
2: oh what's it called
1: i'll send it to you oh yeah i should plug it i don't know what it's called though the worst part of it is it did have the word herp in it like so when you pulled it out it said like herp something (laughs) which i think is rude and bad marketing because i was always like i gotta go to the bathroom to uh powder my lips (laughs) like i'd have to go like hide and put it on
2: i wonder if i could rub that on my pussy lips
1: (laughs) you should you should. So, this is my question. So, for the people out there, um, I'm sure a lot of people are have dealt or will in the future deal with what you're dealing with. What did the doctors tell you to like calm you down? What were they like? If this is fine,
2: yeah. Well, so I stayed up all night looking at pictures of giant Did you?
1: Cr- and- did you cry when you first found out?
2: Of course, I cried. I want to hear the whole I thing. I'm sorry my- for prying
1: in there, but I want to hear.
2: No, I, I, I feel like I've. This podcast should be called Herpes, but um, <laughs> I. I got really sick. You get ill. So I thought I had COVID. And I... you didn't know you get sick, first of all.
1: So educational.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't. Guys don't either. So guys wow. have more frequent a- outbreaks and women have less outbreaks, but the first one's very rough.
1: Wow. Okay. So then I looked
2: at vaginas all night, fucking terrified out of my mind. And I just go to the doctor in my pajamas. I take off my... How did they tell you? She just looked at my vagina and was like, Yep, <laughs> she was like, for sure, this is. She, she, <laughs> no, like, she was like, no She was like, yeah, it's it's, it's herpes. She, <laughs> she, she blood tested, and I was like, was no, like you know I what? Can- I
1: could smell it for a mile away. I just had to look to make sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a side bitch shirt when this happens too. Oh what, bitch? So I got this shirt in Miami called Side Bitch. Have you heard oh, of the redone? No. So I like no. take off my sweatshirt and I like start crying and I like look down. I'm like. Aah. <laughs> and she's like it's okay like a lot of people have it she's like a lot of people have it but then i went to go pick up my medication i was he was like any questions about your medication i'm like yeah how many people pick this up like a week He was like i i, I can't tell you that you asked him yeah
1: that's crazy
2: yeah it was, it was really bad but now it's i mean i'm not having an outbreak so but it's still like you know just sucks
1: that is crazy yeah fuck that dude
2: yeah i know i was like so angry i was like you're a fucking liar like all this shit. he was like you should go easy on me i just learned i have herpes too what an asshole thing to say i hate
1: that he said that
2: yeah and
1: he lied oh what a piece of shit what a piece of absolute shit
2: and he was, like, Mormon. I was like, what is going on?
1: And I was like, "I yeah, who knew Mormons could even get herpes? I thought that and was, like, was, against the Bible.
2: I know. He was also homeschooled in high school. I'm like, what am I no, doing?
1: I would definitely not expect uh, herpes from there. No. Did you tell your parents?
2: Yeah, because my mom was like, why are you so depressed? Because I was, like, so depressed for a week. She thought I was, like, I hated living with her. Like, she thought I, like, took a turn and was like, you're just so sick of being with me. You hate." Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe you're making this about you. I was like, you don't even know what's going on. She's like, then tell me. I was like, I have face. She was like, no. <laughs> I was like no. oh, no. Like, oh, you know, your grandmother had that. And I was like, that's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> Just disgusting. No <I> worse. <laughs> yeah.
1: She got it from the same guy as you.
2: <laughs> probably. probably.
1: <laughs>
2: oh my god.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah. So I'm very jealous weird. that you have a boyfriend who not didn't give you herpes.
1: Yeah, not yet. <laughs> he does give me multiple yeast infections though, so might as well have herpes.
2: So he has a huge dick.
1: I mean, it's it's fine. I'm here still. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast here.
2: So are you gonna stay in Florida? Like do you not have an apartment in New York?
1: Uh no, I don't have an apartment in New York. Well, I do, I have an apartment in New York, but I'm not living. I mean I'm just I'm just visiting Florida. Uh I'm on my vacation, I'm visiting, and uh, I'm thinking of moving to either Denver or Austin, or I wanted to go back to LA, but if it's not open, I don't want to be spending a couple grand a month for everything to be closed. But I do want to move into a city that will slowly start opening up for maybe the next six months, because I can't, I'm at home still. Yeah. Um, so I just can't like live, I can't move in with my boyfriend yet because we just started dating and I also can't live at home with my parents. If, uh, I can't. So I'm like, I need to go somewhere.
2: I mean, Joe Rogan's moving to Austin. You could...
1: <laughs> I heard that. I heard a lot of, I heard a, uh, a lot of comedians are moving. I think Joey Diaz is going to like Jersey or something. <sighs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping Austin has like, it seems like an okay comedy scene. Yeah, at least uh, like a bar scene, like a small scene here. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I need to be able to do some stand a little bit of stand up. And hopefully maybe if Rogan does go there, there will be more comedy.
2: That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I feel like people are going to start moving to Austin because. He- well, Austin's
1: the best place to move right now. If you think about it, it's like there's no no bad winters. I mean, it's fun.
2: <laughs> it's also um, cheaper. It's than-
1: cheap. It's literally half the cost of L.A.
2: So when this pandemic is over, are you planning on moving back to L.A. then? Mm -hmm. So you don't want to live in New York anymore?
1: No, I don't think so, unless I get a good job. The thing about New York is I think that the comedy is really good, but I think you spend so much time just trying to survive that there's no – you can't really even focus. I agree with that. I'm like, I'm just I can't even get to my fucking shows. You know what I mean? Like there's just traffic and trains and it's like I can't even get there. And then when I get there, I'm sweating and I'm carrying all this shit. And like I'm like, I'd like to just hop in my car, listen to my set in my car in, in L.A. like I used to smoke a joint, pop into the comedy store, have a beer, do my set. Get in my car and go home. I'm like on the I'm on the fucking F train and some some ladies trying throwing mashed potatoes at me for no reason.
2: Did you sublet your apartment? Or are you paying rent right now?
1: I paid rent for a few months and I've just recently stopped because can't just keep paying rent. I was only living in my apartment for a week before i moved out so now i'm paying fourteen hundred dollars a month for a place that i'm not even i was like i told my landlord i'm like you're just gonna have to find someone to move in or i don't know what to tell you i was here for seven days it's not even mine it's empty there's nothing in it
2: oh really yes
1: there's nothing in it so i just stopped paying
2: and did your landlord say nothing
1: i don't even know if he was legally renting it out to me so he really hasn't said much
2: that's so interesting i know i feel like people are just a lot of people are like just stop paying rent there's nothing they can do and i'm like i feel like there are things that they can do.
1: <laughs> No, i think they're gonna come back after people i'm just not paying rent because i didn't really live there
2: yeah and did you sign a lease or was it just yeah a- i signed a lease like, the, guys out the exactly
1: like five days after i signed the lease i think five or six days holy shit yeah i don't know it's something i'll probably have to work out and if i have to i mean if i have to just pay it all back i will mm-hmm. but for now i'm just gonna see what he
2: has he resp- He just doesn't respond to you
1: no and then when i asked i asked a few people that like lived in the building and they're like this building's collapsing <laughs> like i don't i think he has bigger things to worry about i don't think anyone's gonna have to pay for anything
2: i guess there was a period in new york i don't even know about this that people weren't paying rent Mm-hmm. And they were getting exempt from it, like they couldn't be evicted. But uh-huh. then it ended, so they're like, "New York's gonna have a huge homeless problem." I'm like, "Great, this is good."
1: Yeah, I mean, another reason not to live in a big city when everything starts back up is because it's just be a nightmare. To I mean, Austin's still a big city, Denver's still a big city.
2: I feel like after this, they'll be even bigger and like more expensive because people are all gonna move to those cities.
1: Right, or maybe they'll be cheaper because so many people had to move back home.
2: True. That's like so bold of you to just move to a city not knowing anyone. Like, do you Me?
1: Know-
2: yeah. I know one
1: per. I know a couple people in Austin, but not really. But I also like just do that. Every few years I move to somewhere.
2: You do too. I know. I guess I do. My thing is not wanting to move is I hate meeting people and I'm so bad at it. One so- of my
1: best friends live, lives in Austin. Oh, really? So yeah, I have a really, really, really close friend that lives there. And I feel like she would introduce me. I know a couple people.
2: I feel like I know enough people that I
1: would at least have a couple people to hang out with.
2: Yeah, and you're very friendly. Like, you introduce yourself when you walk into a room. I'm I'm bad at that.
1: Yeah, Um. sometimes. Sometimes I'm – it depends on how stoned I am, honestly. Sometimes when I'm stoned, I'm like, I don't – I'm so socially awkward.
2: Really? I've never gotten that from you. Really? But maybe – I used to think I was very – I used to be very intimidated by you. And then it wasn't like anything you did or said. It was just that maybe you were stoned and not talking.
1: Probably that. Yeah, I think I've tweeted before, like, I'm not mean, I'm just high. I'm just, yeah, like, sometimes I'm just stoned and I'm, and I'm, people are talking. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I'm, the whole time in my head, I'm like, don't look weird. Keep nodding because it's normal. You remember that Louis C.K. bit where he talks about smoking with a bunch of people at the comedy store and like how his head, that's how my head works sometimes. I'm like, just don't stop being weird. You're being so weird. And then you're talking, I'm like, you're not even listening because you're so focused on why you're
2: being weird. And then I look like a bitch. That's why I don't. I can't smoke with other people. I, like, smoke in my own house. And then I have anxiety the next day. Like, was I weird? Did they think I was weird? It's, like, residual. Right. Is it hard to get weed in Florida?
1: No. You can get medical marijuana in Florida, so. Oh, you can? Yeah, they have dispensaries around here.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. You're living with your mom and dad, right? Yeah, well, okay,
1: so this is where it gets weird. <laughs> I moved in with my mom and my stepdad. Okay, I moved in with my mom and my stepdad. And then... My mom and my stepdad have been going through this separation slash divorce for like the last like eight or nine years where they've been trying to break up and then they keep getting back together. Like they break up almost every year for a few months and then get back together. And so they did one of those while I was here. So I moved into the house and then my mom was like, I can't live here. It was the first month of quarantine was rough. We were really taking Corona dead ass serious. I mean, nobody was leaving the house. Nobody was touching each other. We were all staying away from it It was like it was like a bunch of animals locked in a cage together. And my mom was like, fuck this. I'm moving out. We're separating again. She broke up with my stepdad. She moved out and now she lives in this fucking nice ass. She moved into some like resort apartment complex in Florida. It's like a five star resort. I mean, Hannah, it's something like when I was doing the tour with her for the apartment complex, I was like, should I? leave everything I've ever loved and just live here.
2: I always think that whenever I visit home or like a friend. Right. I'm like, could I just
1: drop that and live here? But she moved into one of those. And then so then it was just my stepdad, my sister, my sister's boyfriend who stays over a lot. He basically lives there. So and me and we were all there. Then my dad, my birth father, who was really good friends with my stepdad.
2: Did they meet after he got together with your mom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: My dad says uh, that my stepdad saved him from my mother. Technically, my mom met my stepdad when she was still with my dad. So, yeah. But now they're friends, and neither of them are with my mom, and they're really good friends. And then my dad was living in a – he's what uh, some people would say – um, sometimes homeless. I I liked it. He says he's a pirate, is what he calls it. So he was living on a in a pop up camper on a campground. And when my mom moved out, he took his pop up camper and drove it into my stepdad's backyard, and then moved into the backyard in the camper. So he was living in the camper in the yard at the house. So he's basically living with us. And now my mom and my stepdad are banging again. So she's like pops through the house sometimes and everyone's home. And it's my dad, my stepdad, my mom.
2: That is some Florida shit.
1: It is. It's sick.
2: What? Wait, what part of Florida are you in?
1: Central, like Melbourne,
2: Florida. Okay.
1: But yeah.
2: And so do your mom and dad get along? Um,
1: They... They don't not get along. I mean, they're like... um what you would describe like how cats and dogs are. You ever had a cat and a dog in a house that they, they don't fight, but like they, my mom and my real dad, they'll just like, my mom will try to be funny and make jokes with my dad. And he's like, ugh, don't talk to me.
2: Okay. And she just lets him live there then.
1: Yeah. Why don't you they say- like, they like each other. They're like, cool. They're cool. They fight almost like brother and sister would. And my dad and my stepdad just kind of talk shit about my mom to each other.
2: While she's at her resort.
1: Yeah, or sometimes to her face.
2: Why don't you go live with her at the resort?
1: Because she's a lot, too. I'll go. Sometimes I go over there and I stay when I need a break from the house. I'll go stay with her like a couple nights a week. But every time I go there, it's like she she has all these people over. There's always a party. There's like flip cup and beer pong. And it's just something that I have outgrown that she is just getting into.
2: Who is your mom inviting over?
1: neighbor so it's this the place that she's living at it seems like one of those really nice apartments for college students and she just lives there
2: yeah the extended dorm life type of shit
1: yes and so she just always has people over that live there she like the neighbors are young they're like 22
2: and your mom just like throws them parties
1: i went to the pool with her at her at her apartment complex and there was like seven or eight different it's a huge pool it's like a resort there's like seven or eight nine different groups of people at the pool they all when my mom opened the gate were like mary mary's here oh shit the party's starting she's not an
2: alcoholic but she parties that is so funny i feel like i've seen videos of your mom like on instagram and stuff and she seems very sweet she's she is sweet she's also a lot
1: so i only stay there a couple days a week
2: i know you tweeted the other day like i'm If I stay in Florida any longer, I'm going to have a baby or something. Yeah. I was like, yeah, me too. Like that, I'm not in Florida, but I'm like, I could, I should I just have a baby?
1: Oh my God, you should hear me. I'm so insane. I'm telling my boyfriend, I'm like, we should just get married. And he's like, what? And I'm like, we could just like go get married. We could do that. I don't have anything to do. I could get married right now. I could have a baby.
2: What did he say to that?
1: He's like, that's kind of crazy. He's like, I don't think we should do that yet.
2: (laughs) Do you want to marry this guy? Aren't you trying to move? I'm trying to I don't know what I'm trying
1: to do. I have no plans Move for what I might move. Yeah, I want to move. But then for what?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I, mean, <laughs> I thought I was going to move to Arlington with this guy. And then I got herpes and I was like, well, change of plans. We're we're switching this up. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I've been dating this guy already for four months
2: and you like him.
1: Uh, yeah. So and I don't you- know what I've done here. And it, it was an accident.
2: Yeah. You kind of like uh, backed yourself up in a corner. But his room <laughs> looks nice
1: yeah thank you
2: clean he makes it better did you make
1: it actually i made it right before this podcast i didn't want to but it's usually pretty clean in here honestly
2: lately i've been hit getting hit up from um dudes to be sugar babies have you ever done that
1: Oh no, I made like 10 profiles when I was like 22 and I never went through with it. I think, I, you know what I did one time though, when I first moved to LA, I don't even think I've ever told the story or anyone cause it's kind of whorish, but I, my friend told me about this website where dudes literally pay to take you out to eat and I joined the website and some dude paid me $160. Seeking
2: what? Seeking arrangements?
1: No, no. It was called like, uh, I don't remember what it was called. Called like pay some pay to date or something like that. And literally this dude paid me one hundred and sixty dollars to go out to eat.
2: Where did he take you?
1: Um, some hotel restaurant.
2: And you didn't have sex with him?
1: No, no not like a hotel room, like a rooftop restaurant thing.
2: And he just wanted to talk to you?
1: Yeah, just some lonely. And he wasn't even old. He was like 40.
2: Yeah, I've had so I've had dudes like hit me up and I've been obviously like, all right, like, let's see what you got. I just want to talk I just want to talk and then it's always like send me a selfie with your license in it I'm like oh you're trying to steal my information right you're always trying to steal my bank information I'm like all right but then I tweeted about it and this guy was like what's your paypal I'm so sorry I met her like this and then he sent me $200 and I was like maybe this is a thing but I've never I've never had a successful experience well what did you keep pursuing that no because I'm like it was just kind of like a gift and then he didn't even like message me again but I've been like hit up by multiple guys but I think it's all a scam I think a lot of it's a scam
1: well I started doing the thing the the pay pig thing and that worked for a while on my podcast with Alex where we were insulting men for money and then there's this one dude that was literally giving us hundreds of dollars to make fun of him and just sending audios of it like you're such a fat gross slob we're looking at your pictures we're so disgusted with you and then he sent us each like I think 150 for like a 45 second audio
2: they want to get roasted mm-hmm.
1: and that what- makes me feel less whorish because then i'm like kind of using my comedy
2: <laughs> to make the money <laughs> you're like writing jokes you're like, right
1: right i'm like look at his nose what can we say about his nose what can we say
2: i felt weird when this guy well this guy was like oh i'll pay you three thousand dollars a day and that's when i was like all right this is fake like i'm not that hot you know
1: but oh, no dude
2: I just think well, I- now
1: now you're going to knock it down to fifteen hundred for the whole herp situation. But
2: <laughs> I know well, I don't tell them that, you know, I live the fake life. All uh, oh, right, right, right. I don't ever have to meet them. I just have to talk to them. Oh, so I just text them all day. But then I was texting this guy for a while and I think I don't know. I felt, I felt like he was going to scam me because I was texting him for like probably an hour and then i was like all right send me the money and he's like oh i have to search you on monday like all the shit i'm like no if you can't send me the money right now it's over right it felt like so powerful to be like send me the fucking money or it's done
1: right right
2: right he didn't send me the money but
1: it didn't, work, it didn't well. work well what can you do
2: i joined seeking arrangements when i went to move to new york which is where you are paid to go to dinner but mm-hmm. then i got nervous that like a guy would get aggressive or something so i didn't go
1: Mm. But this
2: guy took you to dinner. he just like let you leave like he didn't care
1: no he just let me leave I think he was married honestly
2: what did you wear
1: just what I would wear if I went out to a bar with my friends Is yeah this- I was so young I must have been like 21 or 22 I mean- it was when I first moved to LA Yeah. And I mean, it was and then I never did that again. because I was like, honestly, I would for me, it's just life lessons. I was like, I'd pay one hundred and sixty dollars not to have that conversation again. (laughs) So it was like you it really outweighs itself. You're like, was that two hour conversation where it was so boring? I had to listen pretend
2: to be interested in
1: this dude. Not worth it.
2: Yeah, 160 is, like, pretty, like, not... It's such a random number, too.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but, like, it was set on the website and everything. You, like, said it before you went on the date.
2: I was, like, browsing property for, like, an hour because I was, like, I'm going to make so much money as a sugar baby, and then they were all just, like, trying to steal my money. And I was, like, I was, I was dumped, like, four times the other day.
1: <laughs> it's not easy out here. If it was easy, everyone would do it.
2: I mean, a lot of girls do, but they just don't yeah. say, like, herpes. A lot of people have it, and they don't like to say it. Why don't you make an OnlyFans? Uh, because that feels like something that can be screenshot, you know what I mean? hmm And also, I don't like, texting a guy's easy, but trying to, like, open my butthole or, like, whatever you do on OnlyFans, I don't know what people <laughs> It feels like a lot of pressure.
1: It is. It's too much. I thought about it for a while, and then I really decided it's a hard no from me.
2: Yeah. I also feel like as a comic, when you promote an OnlyFans, you put yourself into a category. Not everyone, right. Everyone, but I- No,
1: everyone. No, literally. If you're a comic and you have an OnlyFans, you are a- porn star first and a comedian second
2: yeah because it's like how you know people are like oh i'm you're like oh i'm a comic and people are like oh how do you make money then Mm-hmm. oh yeah i sell my asshole That's you're right I right do. i want to
1: sell my asshole I, like being funny in a sketch
2: yeah <laughs> not like
1: on OnlyFans.
2: <laughs> yeah i want it to be on network television i don't yeah want i, it I want,
1: want it to, to be as a jokey joke, joke.
2: <laughs> i want to get my sag card for it okay right right i do think like i don't know because i don't want to sound judgmental because i know people who have them and that's fine but i just personally like and also i'm so insecure like i don't consider myself like a hot person so like i can't imagine being like getting in lingerie and like setting up a ring light for that
1: no i'm the same i can't take anything seriously i try to take i try like there's you know every once in a while i'll try to take a sexy video to be like can i maybe i can and then i look back and i'm like what the fuck was i doing (laughs) just You know, have you seen on TikTok the Debbie Ryan thing, Mm, the Debbie Ryan face where they like find interviews of Debbie Ryan and she'll be talking and she's like (laughs) and she like tries so hard to be like that. I'm like, that's how I feel all the time. Like, I feel like I think I look one way, like when I'm looking into my boyfriend's eyes, I'm like, this probably looks like I probably look cross eyed and I think I look romantic.
2: Yeah. Do you think like that? Yeah, always. I'm like, I I remember one time, I, this was a while ago, but it's still stuck in my brain. Like I was at Whole Foods and there was this really hot guy in the cheese section and I was like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. So I like tried to like put my finger near my mouth, you know, because like yeah. I read in Cosmo if you like draw attention to your mouth. So I was like trying to be like hot, like deciding. And then I pull back my finger and there was just like a long strand of drool on it. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Am I
1: uh, Okay, you're back so you uh you pulled back your finger and there was a long piece of drool on it
2: yeah I like, pulled back and it was just like a long strand of drool and I was just like I'm never hot like even though I like and I never told I don't tell really tell that story because I'm embarrassed that like I was trying to be hot but I truly was like wholeheartedly trying to be sexy and it was just like this is not my brand and like god knows what my brand is and it's not sexy
1: when i first got into comedy i was drunk at a party and i saw a famous comedian who i will not mention now who i know and he knows me now and i don't think we'll ever talk about this um, and I saw him there and I tried to impress him and my friend Emily got like icing on her wrist and I licked it off sexually and everybody was weirded out around me and I was weirded out, like it came out of nowhere it's not even in my character, like I just tried to be hot, I was like I'll get it and I licked it off and everybody was like whoa <laughs> including the comedian and honestly it's one of the worst moments that has ever happened in my entire life
2: Wait, I'll I'll bleep him out but who was it?
1: I'll text it to you, <laughs> I don't yeah. even want to say it on camera
2: if that's just the opener, it's just you saying his name. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
1: That's bad, right?
2: He's hot, but he's also um. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: I know. I know that now, but I, you know.
2: No, it would, it would, it would kill me too.
1: <laughs> you can leave this all in since we haven't said the name, but
2: I once um, I'm just gonna say his name. Actually, I'll probably believe it because I don't know. The first time I met him. Uh huh actually i met him three times but he didn't remember so i was just like okay so the first uh, time he met you <laughs> yeah, so the first time he met me probably he'll i'll probably meet him again eight more times or he'll probably meet me eight more times but uh he grabbed my arm and bit it as like a joke he was like right ah. and i was like okay like and then my friend who was with me was like what the fuck that's so fucking weird. Why are you so fucking awkward? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. She's like, that's so inappropriate. And I was like, no, it's okay. Like, yeah, it was weird. But like, it was just the most awkward moment. And then I left feeling bad because I think he felt bad. And it was like, <laughs> So
1: he had he had. Oh, I almost said the name of mine. He had one of those moments with you.
2: Yeah. But I mean, obviously, didn't give a fuck. But I think as a woman in comedy and as a man, he was like, did I do something wrong? You know? Right. Like, did I do something inappropriate? And I, it wasn't. I just think he's so fucking awkward. That's like his way of meeting people. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask you, what do you think of this? Chris Delia Brian Callan shit?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, there are obviously creeps in the comedy community. I think we both know that. Yeah. Um, I think that... Hmm, let me tread lightly here. I think that where there is smoke, there is fire. And I've heard a few things, not about Chris Cipzillia or Brian Callan, but about the company that they keep and. The people around them, and I've heard, I've heard some very unfavorable things about a few of their friends. So, I believe that everyone has the right to be proven guilty, but also I have my suspicions.
2: Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's where I am. Where are you at with it?
2: I had heard things as well. I had heard, um, I'd just heard stories. Right. And that we're not good. Right. But I haven't witnessed them. So I don't know those guys. I don't hang out with them. So I don't, I can't say, I can't really, it's hard to be like, come to someone's defense when you've only heard things through a third party. Right. I mean, I'm definitely like, we should be coming out with this. I'm definitely for victims, like speaking out. Exactly.
1: The same way I would never shame someone for speaking out about it. I wouldn't shame some, the Accused until it was proven.
2: I just think it's, it's so hard such to, a fine line. Yeah, I think it's just so hard to prove that stuff And for so long dudes are getting away with it So now it's like this is all now that everything's coming out. It's like they got away with it a while ago
1: It's true. And yeah, and if something happened 10 years ago, it's not like the, the social media we have now and the screenshots
2: And people were helping their clients cover shit up for so long because they didn't want to like lose money themselves Yeah so- Now that that's kind of going away, I feel like people want their justice.
1: (laughs) Did you see the video of when they brought up that you can save Snapchats, Dalia's face?
2: Yeah, I thought that was pretty good proof for me.
1: (laughs) I mean, I was truly almost enough all that I needed. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing
2: so hard. I laughed so, so hard at that. Because I I related to his moment of anxiety in, yeah. and not in that, but like I've done that before with other situations when someone's like, you know, Diet Coke is not healthy for you, and I'm like, what? You know, let's go back to that. Like, I,
1: I remember in high school, like I, I, me me and an ex boyfriend, we filmed ourselves hooking up on his BlackBerry phone in high school, and then we recorded it. And I remember I walked into in the house one day, and his dad had the phone, and I was like why do you have this phone? And he was like, oh, we switched phones today. And it was, I did D'Elia face where I was like, huh? <laughs> I knew what was in there. And I was like, let me just see it real quick.
2: Um, and you're like, so like, how does the video exchange work? Do you send videos? Or- <laughs> right. That's <laughs> like so casual about it. Yeah, I definitely had those moments. And I was just like, this guy is Easy. Yeah,
1: I've heard a lot of things about a lot of people. Uh, I've had I've had situations with comedians that have made me uncomfortable, and um, I feel like I've had I've had a situation with a very popular comedian that made me uncomfortable enough, like very uncomfortable. Like, you know, those scenes in the movies, like the old movies where like the guy's trying to kiss the girl and she like doesn't want to. And he kind of is like a little forceful to like kiss her. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like right before rape. It's like make out rape is what I would call it.
2: Yeah. Make out
1: rape. I've had a situ- Yes. I've had a situation like that to where if something comes out about that person, Without proof, I'd be like, "Yeah, they're a creep," because you know what I mean.
2: So, where did he rape your face?
1: <laughs> um, we we're just hanging out. This was this was so long ago. This is when I was—I don't even remember what we were doing. We were hanging out. It was something where we were hanging out with a bunch of comedians, and everybody left, and then it was just me and him at my apartment. And he was like the last one hanging. You know when like they hang out too long because they yeah. want to be the last ones hanging out. Yeah, it was one of those situations, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to bed." And I was like, well, give me a hug. Like one of those things. I'm going to leave.
2: So gross.
1: And so if something were to come out about this guy, I would definitely be like, yeah.
2: What's his? You want to text me? Okay, here we go.
1: But see, something like that is not enough to be like, I don't know. We didn't even <laughs> kiss. He was just like trying to grab my face and I was like turning it away. And he was like being a little aggressive
2: yeah it's it's still not appropriate but it's not it's not newsworthy not news
1: it's definitely not newsworthy but it's like i'll always feel weird around you worthy
2: yeah and but would you think do you think that's worth him losing his career over
1: i know but if something else were to come up i would without a doubt believe the person
2: yeah yeah of course it's like that that's how that person operates oh yes wow
1: also scary <laughs> scary yeah terrible. the energy there is scary
2: yeah I feel like when I first started I had a lot of creeps and now I don't and I don't know if it's because I've been in comedy longer or because I've gotten physically older
1: I think it's honestly both because I feel the same way. Nobody, I mean, the way that they respect me now is insane.
3: (laughs) It's pretty
2: rude, actually. It's (laughs) everything
1: I've ever wanted and actually upsets me.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, well, maybe it's gotten better. And then I'm like, oh, no, I just don't get hit on. I'm just,
1: I'm more undesirable now. Old news. It's just like, it's like not being the new kid anymore.
2: Yeah. And also now I feel like so many hot girls are in comedy that it's like insane.
1: Right. You can just go find some bitch off TikTok.
2: Yeah, exactly. And they're banning TikTok. You know? Right. Do you have a lot of TikTok followers? Mm, I have like 14,000. It's okay amount. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I never get on it. I just like don't care, but I sh- I mean now it's a worthless, right? Because they're banning. Them. Um,
1: I don't know. I hope they don't ban it. I just hope it's one of those things that they say forever. Honestly, they've been saying they, they were gonna pass multiple laws for years. Now they're gonna suddenly be able to ban TikTok in 45. 45- how is this the quickest thing to get passed?
2: I mean, because am no- I wrong?
1: I feel like whenever they do a thing, they're like it's gotta go to the bill and then the Congress and then the House of Cards or whatever the fuck it is. And then for TikTok, they're like, yeah, we're doing it tomorrow. We're gonna hit delete. It's
2: like what? I, yeah, I don't know how anything works so i so. don't believe it that's fair i just i kind of hope because i don't have a lot of followers on it and i don't really want to try to start building a following on it it's like one more platform that i have to like put effort into but it's the easiest
1: one to build a following on is it it's the easiest it's the easiest i've been working on my instagram for like eight years i have 23 and i've had tiktok since february and i have fourteen thousand.
2: shit Okay, well I posted a video of me and my underwear dancing with my friends. we were like, hi, and I lost followers. So I
1: don't <laughs> think do it's that easy. Keep posting. All your videos are so funny, something will hit. You just have to keep posting. I posted one video three times because I thought it was gonna go viral and I just wasn't getting the right time. And then <laughs> one of my comments was like, Really, Kim, three times, just give it up.
2: <laughs> so I deleted it. What about Twitter? I'm like, this shit's gonna about to bang out. It's just like <laughs> Oh your God. tweets are so funny too.
1: I always feel like your tweets should be more viral than they are. I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Thank you,
2: that's how I feel. I'm like something's, I'm cursed. I feel like I'm cursed. I feel like I'm cursed too. I feel like
1: my entire career has always been like, I had a show and then they were like, hey, we're gonna put you on the next day just for scheduling reasons. And then the day before they're like, Chappelle was scouting that night. He needed a Puerto Rican. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's always exactly. been like the next day. I'm like, well,
2: yeah. It's like people have these weird lucky breaks and you're like, interesting. Cause I've been performing to no one for, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
2: But I do feel like it was funny. I was home. Uh, what I was home a while ago. And my friend from high school was like, Oh, you're friends with Kim Congdon, Right. And I was like, yeah, and they're like, oh, she's so funny and cool. What? And like Yeah, it just, like, knows you from, I guess, comedy.
1: That's cool. I yeah. I never hear about that, so I would never know it
2: exists. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I don't either. So I was like, yeah, yeah, we're friends, you know? like. We're
1: like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it always weird? Do you ever hear someone, like, you're in a group and they're talking about someone you know like someone you actually know like a friend that's a comedian and you don't want to you want to like be in the conversation but it's almost weird to talk about this person like you don't know them and it's also weird to be like i know them yeah so it's like i just don't say anything (laughs) usually that's what that's those settings where i'm just shut the fuck up because i'm gonna be like
2: i know him It feels so gross to be like, that's how I feel about um, Chad Goes Deep. Mm. All my friends are like obsessed with them. And I'm like, "Eh, never mind.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm like, I started open mics with both of them. I don't know what else to say.
2: Yeah. We're at Rock, Paper,
1: Scissors. Uh Uh-huh. Was it, that's what it was called? The open mic in LA?
2: Yeah, the coffee shop. Yes. Wow, what a different time. It does feel like uh, time goes by so fast, but starting comedy and meeting and doing open mics feels like a lifetime ago.
1: Ages, hundreds of years ago. The things that I, have, oh man.
2: I'm like, when is our class going to break? Or have they? I don't even know. Everyone's like, you come up in classes. I'm like, I, all right. I know. I've been waiting.
1: I keep seeing everyone posting their friends. And I'm like, where are all my friends? And why aren't we getting TV shows?
2: Yeah. I guess JFL is just different now. So, and I also (laughs) haven't find JFL. I don't know why I thought, but you haven't what gotten JFL. I'm like, it's different. JFL. You don't go and like get a show. It's not the same thing. It was years ago, but also I have. have you auditioned. Yeah,
1: me too. And my audition went so well. It was truly the best set of my life. So when I didn't get it, I was like, I don't know what's happening here. I couldn't, I can't give you better comedy. I don't know what to to say. It was a, it could have been, my audition for JFL could have been a sketch, Hannah. Like, it was like, people were like rolling on the floor, like laughing, like coughing things up, like (laughs) spitting and throwing things. Like people were like, like I couldn't get a joke in, best out of my life. And
2: they were like, you know what?
1: Try again next year, kid.
2: (laughs) Did you tell your manager why? Nope. Interesting. Yeah, I was told that I'm too much of a um, basically that I'm too much like Nikki Glaser and Amy Schumer so that I'm not really going to ever be a new face because I'm not a new face. I'm just like a white girl. That's so fucking rude. I know. I I, I got that message told to me. I was like, okay, well, that makes me feel like trash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh, man, that sucks. It could be worse. You could have herpes. (sighs)
2: Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I always ask people when they lose their virginity So I feel like this is a good time to ask you that
1: um, <laughs> I, lo- I lost my virginity so I can turn it
2: around and be like, you're the whore
1: <laughs> I lost my virginity when I was 17 um, To my first boyfriend And it was half of the time in a bed And half the time in a Honda Civic
2: it's pretty impressive that you're able to split it up, though.
1: Right. We started and then we we're like, this is taking too long. Let's move this out of here before your parents get home.
2: Do you ever see that guy? Is he home?
1: No. no. He lives in this home. Well, actually, I saw him twice since I've been here. It was very awkward. Very awkward.
2: You guys aren't friends.
1: We're fine. We're cool.
2: I feel like I'll always have, like, a piece of my heart to my high school crush. I didn't even lose my virginity to him, but he'll always have, like, a part of me in a weird way.
1: No, I get that because this guy was like my first boyfriend. Like, we dated like my junior, senior year of high school. We moved to college together. We moved into an apartment. We got like a dog. It
2: was like a whole thing. So, oh, you really did it. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. even meet this guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, I never talked to my guy. I just, he will always be a part of me. We yeah, never spoke, but
2: <laughs> up all of my time. Uh, but yeah, no, I feel like the first one is like, um, you know, it's, they say first cut is the deepest.
1: They're not wrong.
2: Wait, wait where'd you go to college? UF. Oh, right. And then you're like, I'm going to do comedy.
1: Basically, I was doing, well, not really. I was doing TV production at UF, and um, I got an internship for the summer at a production company in L.A., and then I was staying with my cousin, Macala, and she was working at CAA at that point, and she brought me to the comedy store, and then I started hanging out at the comedy store every night when I wasn't doing my internship and then I started doing standup and then I dropped out of school.
2: Oh, I didn't know you dropped out. I, yeah. Like when I, I felt like when I first went to the comedy store, it was like you and Sarah were like the cool girls of the comedy store.
1: Really? That's yeah. interesting. You
2: had, like, all the friends, and, like, you were in the back, and you just, like, chilled.
1: Yeah, I feel like the Comedy Store is probably the only club in the world that I'm, like, completely comfortable at. Like, I, I've i been a mess there. They've seen me at my worst. They've seen me at my best. I mean, I probably owe the Comedy Store apologies for the things I've done there. Like, I, I've done sets, great sets. I've bombed there. I've gotten... Uh, customers throwing drinks in my face there. For what? for, For, like, roasting them on stage. I've gotten into arguments with people in the hallways there. They've seen me at my worst. Like, truly, like, when you're discovering who you are as a comedian, you're drinking heavy and partying. The comedy store has held it down and continued to make me feel welcome there, so
2: it's the one club that you can, like, be super drunk at and not be like, oh, shit, is, am I going to be in trouble? Like, right. everyone has that one night there or everyone is, like, kind of fucked up or no one really cares. So it is one club. I guess that I feel comfortable at, too, but I still don't feel that comfortable. But in New York, I just feel like there's no place to, like, hang out. Right. Yeah, I feel like that, too. And also, I'm not past, the, like, the Laugh Factory or the Improv. Same. But now I'm like, does it fucking matter? Like, what are nope. you going to do? What are you doing instead of stand-up?
1: I just got um, like an editing software. I'm going to try and do something. I kind of want to write a show. I kind of want to get comedians together and pitch some stuff. If you're interested in writing some stuff together. mm -hmm. Or maybe
2: we all go to Austin. Maybe we get like a hype house, but like for old people in Austin.
1: Um, I mean, we have to talk more about this when we get off because it is quite literally one of my ideas, what you just said.
2: He's starting a high pass. Yes. We should have Joe Rogan sponsor it so he pays our rent.
1: There we go. And it's all content coming out of the house. We got to yeah. pitch this. We'll just send this podcast to Rogan. It'll be our pitch.
2: Yeah. I, I, I just don't want to live. Um, I'm in L.A. right now. You are? Yeah. Because I came out here to shoot a half hour for Epics And
1: mm-hmm. then
2: I was like, oh, I'll stay the month at a pool house. It'll be fun. I'm like staying at this pool house. I hate going in the pool i realized like i don't like getting wet like the anxiety before and after the pool is like too much for me right it wasn't. there's just like a lot of bugs and there's no stand-up and no one's really around and i'm like i feel like i thought i was gonna have a different life that's
1: around. what i was that's why i'm scared to move because i'm like oh this is not what i'm thinking it's gonna be
2: is there one thing that you don't want your mom to know like what's your biggest secret
1: i mean i've said this on a podcast before and um when i was younger she used to have this like um shoulder massager and i used to like steal it and like use it on my vagina and now that i'm older i'm pretty sure she was also using it on her vagina so that
2: did you ever sniff it (laughs) no no
1: before why would i i didn't suspect that anybody else would have figured to use it that way but me
2: my cousin used to have a weird tick where she'd smell everything like even her phone and stuff Uh uh-huh She had Tourette's, and then I, like, thought it was, like, smart. She does that so that I started sniffing everything, and my mom was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I don't know. Sarah sniffs everything that she touches.
1: And then you just started doing it?
2: Yeah, so then I had to break that habit of just, like, walking into a room and sniffing something.
1: That is so weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's just something that I – But,
1: yeah, that one, I guess.
2: Yeah, I started masturbating with, like, the side of the couch when I was, like, five.
1: Yeah, that's what that's usually. That's the first boyfriend I've heard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's well, it's because you're in corner, out and you're like, or like, you lay on it, and you're like, wait, that actually it just happens. It earth? just
1: happens. It's a, gra- a graze. You just pass each other in the night one night.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, ow, wait, that's good. Like, <laughs> <end of that.
1: laughs> exactly. Um, um, is this the end of the? Should I say anything before we end it and actually talk?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Plug your shit. All right, you guys. This has been really
1: fun. (laughs) Follow me on Twitter, at Kimberly Congdon, on Instagram and TikTok, at Kim Congdon. And you can check out my podcast, Broad Topics, T-O-P-I-X. That's how we spell topics. Broad Topics on um, anywhere you find podcasts, pretty much iTunes, Google Play, YouTube Stitcher, or you can find it on com, And you can use the promo code TOPICS I mean, <laughs> my bad. You could use the promo code broad for a 14 free day trial. So they have a lot of shows on there that you guys will love. So check it out. and Follow me.
2: Chill.
3: Yeah. All right.
1: Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye.
3: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance.